0: You know what today is? The day after the 240th anniversary of the United States Navy.
1: Yeah. Coming like something. It's also Roger Moore's birthday today. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. It is. I mean, we could not have planned that. We couldn't have planned that to have recorded a podcast on Sean Connery's birthday. Not to mention I wasn't even supposed to be here. No. On George Lazenby's birthday and on Roger Moore's birthday. And guess who I'm not going to sing happy birthday to? Roger Moore. Roger Moore. I admire your luck, Mr...
2: Bond. Bond. My name's Bond. James Bond.
1: Thank you, mister.
2: Bond. My name's Bond. James Bond.
1: Rest in peace, Bernard Lee. Yep. He's been uh, deceased for a number of years now. But this is the first film in the whole series that he has not been around. Yep. So... You were a big fan. I was a big fan of Bernard Lee. Of Bernard Lee. And his his character, M. What what kind of like, even though this is a For Your Eyes Only podcast, not a For Your Eyes Only style podcast, but literally the review for the movie For Your Eyes Only, do you, we'll we'll go forward a little bit is what I'm trying to say, with my shitty words here. (laughs) Do you think Bernard Lee is your favorite M? Yeah. You think so? Yeah, I think so.
0: Um when did Judy Dench come into play? With uh, Pierce. It was right with Pierce and yeah, Goldeneye? With, with Goldeneye. Uh yeah, so the, so we, so we've had three So four now
1: M's. We've had uh Bernard Lee, uh the general who gets promoted to become M. Yeah, the middle guy. He was okay. Judy Dench and then Ralph Fiennes. Well, and I unfortunately that's gonna that be mid- fucking awesome. Ralph Fiennes is gonna be baller. Yeah. I think Ralph Fiennes is gonna bring back that kind of relationship that Me That Bernard Lee had with Bond mostly like, with Connery
0: but he yeah. also had some moments he started
1: to get you know with Roger Moore. with Roger Moore mm-hmm. you know you look back at uh where we just talked about where the they go into James Bond is like look at this lab and it, there's no lab and Bernard yeah. Lee like still vouches for him mm-hmm. you know like keep going on your mission mm-hmm. kind of deal so yeah he's a good guy yeah. he, he tried doing this movie did, have you? Did you look at? Did you? Oh yeah. Did you look at the behind the scenes on this one or I read did. anything? He you Yeah, know, like was but stomach he, I, cancer. I can't remember. And he what, he got on set and he just he couldn't even film. Yeah. At all, and he was you know so much pain. Stomach cancer here is like, like the worst. It's not good. it's, it's like you can't eat, but you're in just like constant pain, and it's mm-hmm. just like it's really sad.
0: Yeah, I mean, he will be missed in the series. Mm. But, you know for sure, and he's he's definitely missed in this this movie. And but I think they did a good job as best they could yeah. to respect him to not have an M in this movie.
1: ready for this horrible transition. Yeah, you know what else is missed in this movie? <laughs> Some cameos. Is, mean, um, I, let me let me let me say for a series that obviously had financial problems with how it treated Sean Connery. uh-huh you know like let's just look at the finances real quick of for your eyes only, which we can agree. We differ on how we feel about the movie, but we can agree. It's not the best Bond film. No. Okay. So they spent twenty-eight. The they spent twenty-eight million dollars, which is a lot of money. A lot of twenty million, so many millions. But then they made one hundred and ninety-five point three million on the th- theatrical release, which is not including one of their better successes. Not yes, yeah. So like, I'm not good at math or anything, but let's just do some rounding. That means they put in their pockets, just rounding it out. $160 million dollars. Mm-hmm. you could maybe just pocket $158 million and say Barbara, Miss Ringo Starr we're going to give you $2 million and you're going to make this cameo in this film because you're going to be the main bitty of General Gogol because General Gogol likes to sleep with his number one spy and you're the number one Russian spy what a treat that would have been for the James Bond fan, like us, and like you, the listener, mm-hmm. that watch the entire franchise to say, yo, it's Barbara Bach. Yep. She and comes, she's back.
0: I wonder, you know, General Gogol must have got, must have been pretty cheap. Cause we got to see him in three or four movies. Yeah. I would've rather see Barbara Bach.
1: How much would've been, you know, like, hey, we haven't had a good, uh, Felix Leiter in a while. Jack Lord. Do you now realize you're never gonna get second billing? But you can come back. You want to come back and be a uh, Felix Leiter again? You want to hmm. spice up the Felix Leiter? You want to do that? You want to do that? That's for us?
0: eleven films
1: ago. Hey, Sylvia Trench. I Remember would that? like to see Sylvia Trench. We're, we are gonna have that um, running joke where you were gonna be in the film and then eventually be you know, the a Bond girl. Yeah. yeah want to give you some money? Want to do that? Hey, Telly Savalas. Want to come back real quick and uh, play. Blofeld since we can't say Blofeld but we need people to the recognize that he's Blofeld so you know like that would have been a treat I think it would, and it would have resonated much more with the audience to see a Blofeld that Bond had actually battled you know so I think it would have been best if it was the Blofeld from Diamonds uh, if he was the actor that was there because that's the that's the, the most or actually you know like Yes, because that's the last blowfield. But you know, you said off air that it would have been better if Telly Savalas had done it, because that's How many that's years the, the blowfield.
0: How many years has passed?
1: Oh uh, well, this film. Is Telly still on the earth
0: at that point.
1: Yeah, 1981. Telly Savalas is. Yeah, I mean, I don't kicking. know. I mean, he could still be kicking for all I know. No, he's uh, passed. He has passed. Hard living. Yeah. No, Telly Savalas did live a hard life. Yeah. He was a gambler and a smoker and a drinker. A hero I would to have you. Liked him. Yeah, yeah. I would have <laughs> fucking loved him. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are you? What do you? <laughs> what are you drinking for your for your eyes only? Drinking anything? And guess what? One? I'm still drinking bourbon. Still, still, still. You didn't. You haven't stopped from that last podcast that we recorded a week ago. And you're no, but I've added a sidekick. Oh, my Sylvia Trench is a Coors Light.
0: Nice, yeah, case, nice. Easy. What do you, What do you have? It looks like a nice shandy. I'm uh, I'm experimenting Adels?
1: with this. I've never heard of it before, but it's made it's made on honor. Much like liked James it. Bond. Yeah. I like that. It. Yes, yeah, so that's a solid. Tastes delicious.
0: A solid you know mission statement so, you want to bond I absolutely let's bond
2: you can see
1: For Your Eyes Only. It's the eighth Bond book, which is different from our longtime listeners. It's the first James Bond film in the series that's not directly made from a novel. For Your Eyes Only is the title of a collection of short stories, and it is the twelfth Bond film. It was released in 1981 and stars, of course, still the ever aging Sir sure. Roger Moore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ready to uh, 0030 it? Double O, thirty.
0: 30. I hear a bell, I start talking. In three... Yeah, are you ready?
1: I'm ready. In three... Thanks for asking. Two, one... Bond is putting flowers at Tracy's grave, but Blofeld is back, bitches! Is he? Just don't call him Blofeld because they couldn't. Bond kills him and we move on to an actual movie, which is quite forgettable. Russian General Gogol is a dirty old man, and his counterpart M is on a permanent vacation, so Bill Tanner is falling in. Essentially, this is the plot. A British ship with an ATAC is blown up, so MI6 needs it back, and the USSR wants it. Insert snow, Greeks, and an awkwardly young skater trying to bang Bond, plus the worst Bond villains to date. But don't worry, Bond still ends up in the water having sex with a woman.
0: I'm going to give it to you.
1: Thank you. I think you're 0. 0.4 seconds over. That's but I'm gonna thing, give it to yeah, you. It's good timing. It was all there. It was all thank there. you, thank you. I was just really excited when I typed this out <laughs> to know that on air I was gonna say fell is back, bitches!" <laughs> <laughs> and I just instinctively was like, "Is he? Is he? I don't know if he is." Are um, right, you ready? Maybe we might be able to say that for Specter. <sighs> That'd be so awesome. All right. When I hear a bell, I'll start timing. <clears throat> Are you ready? Yep. You ready? And three, two,
0: James Bond returns to terra firma. Thank God. No space shuttles and space lasers in this one. Bond gets back to his roots as a special agent. 007 is ordered to investigate the condition of an ATAC transmitter, which assumingly is used for secret transmissions. We meet the typical cast of characters along the way. Uh, including an ally who turns out to be a villain in this film Lead Bond woman, Ms. Melina Havelock Is seeking revenge for the murder of her father Who was lo- who has located the wreck of the St. George's Which held the ATAC If you like Chases, the first half of the film is for you It's a bit much for me The second half turns out to be a real solid Bond, f- Bond film It won't rise to the top of the
1: list But won't sink to the bottom either That's the like, longest It just, <laughs> just kept going And going <laughs> And going. <laughs> Much like the middle section of this film, exactly. which just kept going. That's what I was going And going. going for. And going. So loose ends. We both said ATAC, but obviously we have 30 seconds to speak, so we're not going to say the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It stands for Automatic Targeting and Attack Communicator. Never knew that. Which to me just sounds like a dangerous piece of machinery to have. Yep. That you would have a an automatic targeting system where if shit goes down, just pew, 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 pew. Like, and things it, start firing, you know, like, just, just, and then, not only that, but M, or Bill Tanner, and this movie, cause again, M is on vacation. Bill Tanner's explaining to Bomb that they can use it, they can use this ATAC system to have British ships fire on other British ships, which is like, well, who made this system? Mm-hmm. This sounds like a horrible failsafe a piece of machinery. You should at least have, like, two people with keys and a password, and, but yeah. no. Now, I've seen Crimson Tide. I know how I it works. Yeah, I have too. I have that too. That's a good movie.
0: changed a lot of things. Denzel Washington did it again. Damn it. Jim All right. Hacken. Did you have any loose ends? Columbo. We never really talked about Columbo. I really liked Columbo. He's a good sidekick. He was. Uh, you know, after thinking he was the bad guy, uh, he turned out to be a decent sidekick. Yeah. Then um, you've already talked about our beloved Bernard Lee, which we've talked about in the opening sequence. mm mm-hmm. so, uh, is is absent in this film, uh, but I think that the role of Tanner and the defense minister turned out okay. Yeah, you know, and I respect the franchise for not respecting recasting. the yeah. fact that there was
1: no M in this film. Yeah. So Bond
0: for the non-Bond. Simple answer for you this time. Yeah, yeah, Two movies for the price of one. That's what I said about this movie.
1: A good one and a shitty one. Exactly. Yeah. I have. I can beat you. You with have one three word. movies. One word. Don't. Would be, would be my advice. Don't watch it? Don't. I didn't think it was that bad. I would say, I would say, I would say if I would tell someone who's never watched Bond to watch Moonraker. Really? 10 out of 10 times before I say start with the spy who loved me. Absolutely.
0: Well, say, say one more time.
1: So you would tell someone to if, go watch Moonraker instead if, of the Spy Who Loved Me? If we were like transported back to a magical time where like Blockbuster and your local video stores existed. Yep. I walked into a video store with uh, someone who had never seen a Bond film. We go to the Bond section and the only two movies available to rent that day were Moonraker and For Your Eyes Only. And the non Bond fan seriously said, tell them and the, to watch Moonraker. And the non Bond fan said to me, which of these two movies should I go like Should I rent and see tonight? I've never seen a Bond movie. Which of these two? I would say take take Moonraker. Don't
0: we are. I really want. This is not the place to ask you these questions. Because it's not I really. I would point to Moonraker and say never watch that film. Don't watch that.
1: I would say both of them are masterclass Bond fans. That that um, there's a certain level. Like if you're if you want to get that deep. You watch these two films, but I would say Moonraker and its totality more represents a better ideal of a Bond film than this does. I
0: disagree, but I I, I disagree to the last thing you just said. But I do not disagree the fact that this is the master's level of James yeah, Bond. Yeah, they both are. They yeah. Are. But if you so let's are, get into this movie. You, one closing thought: If you, you know what? No, I'm going to save it.
1: The Distinguished Debauchery of 007. wouldn't go as far as calling you a cold-hearted bastard, but it wouldn't be a stretch to imagine.
2: Then you'll also know that in poker you never play your hand. You play the man across from you. By the cut of your suit you went to Oxford or wherever. Naturally think human beings dressed like that. But you were it with such disdain. Since MI6 looks for maladjusted young men, I give little thought to sacrificing others in order to protect Queen and Country. Beautiful.
0: Every now and then a trigger has to be pulled.
2: Or not pulled. It's hard to know which in your pajamas. Q. 007. You think of women as disposable pleasures rather than meaningful pursuits.
1: I have three olives. Me too. Me too. He actually drinks in this. He loop. does more and more. Mm-hmm. Gets a little loose, which, you know. How many do you have? I have uh, the red wine, more? the Dom Perignon and bourbon. And then I did, I said I felt like I'm missing something. I have the... Uh, I know he turns the, down the drink from Colombo, The oizo, oizo... Is that right? Oizo aperitif? No, they, he ends up accepting it the second time. Yeah. So and I did, yeah. He rejects the
0: dinner wine with uh, Cristados mm-hmm. when he when he recommends a wine and he says it's... Uh, but he, he rejects it very gentlemanly and politely. He said it's too aromatic for me.
1: Yes. Um, but he ordered something else. Yeah. The, you uh, just never Theocchio see
0: The requests The Theocchio, Theocchio Aspero. And then he has uh, champagne with the Countess, and I have brandy or scotch with Colombo. Did you know the actress
1: playing the Countess was Beautiful. married to Pierce Brosnan? Yes, I did know that. That's how the yeah. that's how broccoli ended up marrying Pierce. Mm-hmm. Did you also know that she showed nip in this film? I was going to talk about it. in I The I'm, girls, but I'm, uh,
0: I'm, we need to talk about that because I'm sure
1: the, the first. I think the first you know that right? The
0: first and my, you're like yeah. my. The, I wanted to tell you this. And it probably makes more sense when we get a little later, but my ranking of the Bond girl situation changed a lot in this
1: film. Like that was like my number one. Oh, I focus. can understand. Yeah. There's a nip in this one. Where? When they're laying in bed she like goes to get up. It's just like just nip. It's right. It's her Maybe left her left that. breast.
0: This is not our typical discussion point. Do you wanna do you wanna move on to the next one?
1: I mean because yeah, this is a weird place to talk about a martinis. <laughs>
2: Rank from lowest poker hand to
1: highest. Uh, fold. My notice this. Start gambling more. There's no gambling. Is there? Did I miss gambling? No, there was gambling. What? There was. Uh, my
0: notes were. I really need to learn the rules of shem fer. I thought Bon lost the first hand with the king five to the five two uh, to Bunky. Where is he putting? This is where he meets. This is where he meets uh, the Countess. Because the Countess oh, says, yeah, "Oh, Bunky." You're only gonna wager half
1: of that. That's right. Be a real man, you fucking puss. That's mean, she right. didn't say that, but so was I... this? This is after all the the snowy stuff, though, right? Yes. Yeah, I was like this in a blackout uh... coma of rage. <laughs> That's why I probably didn't take notes. Like I as a flush because of the. I would. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, and I will admit that. And we'll talk about this in the movie, that the middle third of the movie, I was just, like, yelling at my television.
0: Yeah, which your middle third would have been, like, on the front end of my first half. Yeah. On the back end of my first half. So yeah. I understand yeah. that. Okay. So I had a flush. Okay. Which I think is a little high in hindsight, but... You Probably.
1: Know.
2: Turnbull and Asser. Rank from zero to five cuff links.
1: Um, I'm going to politely excuse myself from not only this movie in this section, but the remainder of the more error. <laughs> And in, in this section, just uh, fuck this ass clown. Like, who dresses this man?
0: I, I'm I'm gonna have a similar response to you. I'm gonna be two and a half cufflinks. Okay. And my notes are: I just don't like the style of this era. Um,
1: He just looks I'm, uncomfortable I'm, I'm sure in I a would, tuxedo.
0: But I bet you, I'm sure it was great for the time. Like, if we were sitting, he just there looks uncomfortable.
1: He looks like well, there's not enough pockets. I'm not in my adventure jacket. I can't hide things at them. Yeah, of
0: my, my my military fatigue like, right. looking like casual jacket or... He looks more not comfortable Can we get more in that
1: breasts? red shirt and black belts and octopusy than he does in any good suit in the rest of the series. I don't know if
0: I have the exact same feeling with you. I just think I don't like the clothing of the era. I think he was probably a solid, you know, snazzy dresser in the era. Maybe. 14, 14 wardrobe changes.
1: Okay. it's a lot of fucking...
0: I'm... I wish I never would have started writing down what he wore. I'm
1: glad that you do because I, <laughs> I know it's a strength of yours and uh, just allows me to just But I never more. read them. I'm just like the total number 14. Okay.
2: You Aston Martin rank from one to 500 horsepower.
1: I have 112.5 horsepower <laughs> for this film and I'm going to explain to you very scientifically how I came up with this number. Okay. We have the Lotus Spirit Turbo. Yep. Which is the second car he gets, and then you have the Citroen. So how you pronounce it? Two them? CV. I'm. I just took a shot there. That sounds right. I it sounds said, good. I would have said the Citron.
0: Yeah, because I think they said the Citron in From Rushworth With Love.
1: But doesn't mean they're honoring the native tongue. correct? Yeah. So I'm trying to. I'm trying to do that. So here, here's my thought. The, first of all, the first Lotus explodes. Mm-hmm. Which let me tell you something. I get that you're a British spy and you have secret things. But that's that's your safeguard. Somebody tries to break in your car, and you Q, Q's thing. just like I guess have if someone's if someone's breaking into it, he doesn't need it for escaping. have more of those cars. He'll just you know he'll hoof it on foot. So that car explodes. He gets the spirit. So I I took I normally would have given the Lotus four hundred horsepower, but because I they I really like that car because they blow up one of them, I divided it by two, mm-hmm. and then I gave the Citroen, 25 horsepower. I added those so th- together. That's all it has. I divided it by two to get an average because that's how average works, and it gave me 112.5 horsepower, which is how I came to this conclusion. In a far less technical mm-hmm. manner,
0: mm-hmm. I just came up with 150 <laughs> horsepower. So very close. Yeah, you know, we're close. I will tell you, I should be dinging right now, mm-hmm. but the whole blowing up of the Lotus and yeah. the extra features, watching the uh, the mission dossier and how the making of the film. Uh, car theft was huge in the United States at the time with like car stereos and everything yeah. so that got a huge applause when they blew up the Lotus that was hilarious yeah But I was reading a thing where
1: the John Glenn the director mm-hmm. wanted to make a symbolic statement that uh, For Your Eyes Only was going to be very different from Moonraker that was going to be less gadgety Yep. so they wanted to blow up the gadgety Lotus that was a submarine as like a symbolic you know like where are we're against
0: that. I think I like John. Long.
2: Q branch rank from zero to five
0: Qs. One Q. I have zero. I mean, we're in the we're in the noise. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've already talked about the car. You know, the phone. Phone. Would you like to say anything?
1: Apparently, it did. I thought <laughs> I had it on uh, the vibrate.
0: Uh, we had another Seiko watch. Calm watch. Uh huh. In the uh, identigrapher thing machine, remember where he was? They learned about the what's his name? Uh, the the guy with the square, the octagonal glasses. Where's my notes? Oh, right, Amelio yeah, Emilio Lope, yeah. Lopez uh, Locke. Yeah, they use the identograph machine. Your the mic is picking up all that. All the all, the, all this. Here, here. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the sim. This is a yeah no no yeah yeah. The yeah. Keys. I think I think the listeners got it.
1: Yeah. The so one cue. Anything to add? Uh, nope. You got it all. License
2: to kill. Rank from zero to seven rounds.
1: Six rounds. Really? On this one. I had seven kills, five of those confirmed. I thought this was high for the Roger Moore era, and I thought this movie finally had some of the bite that uh, that a James Bond film would have. And this has the scene where he kicks the car off of the curb of the mountain, which was I very, love I was like, that. That's that's James Bond. Roger Moore was disgusted with that scene. He wanted it cut. He didn't, you know. Roger Moore being a little, um, you that's, know, uh, little crybaby. Yeah, that, that's, that, that's
0: that's Bond. That's Sean Connery, uh, Professor Dent yeah. level right there. I love that scene. Um, would you have five kills? Seven. We we need to compare notes. I have ten kills. Did you? But I think there's... there's but again, there's a for a third
1: of, of this movie. I'm like red face raging at this film. There's there's a, there's
0: a level of sub, of sub, subjectivity, right? Right, because um, we don't actually see all these guys getting killed. Like there's there's the clear ones and the bad ones, but right. No, um, when he killed Locke, I and my notes are I love that scene, him running up the mountain and everything, and cutting him off, throwing the white dove, mm-hmm. and that wasn't enough. And watching the extra features, John Glenn was like. They were they talked about having the white dove make the car fall over and he says that's not James Bond enough. That's we need to have him kick the car over. Right. Because you know, he had just killed uh Ferraro. Right. Slit his throat. I mean, I loved that scene. Yeah, I thought it was Even very good Even more than when when Connery killed Den in right. Doctor No. I it was just very powerful. Timothy Dalton level
1: of, of gore. Not gore really, but uh of Just violence. Dark. Yeah. yeah. So which Moore has done before in uh The Spy Who Loved Me when the when they're on the rooftop mm-hmm. in Egypt and the guy's hanging on to his tie and yeah. then Moore just swipes his hand yep. and the guy falls down. Yeah, but Moore just didn't like you bitch too much about it, so they I don't get oh, it. Did I, I'm sorry, I'm I think I've what was your ranking?
0: Uh I have it at I'm a little less than you, I've had five rounds. Okay. Okay. I just You I are. Basically. I'm sorry, I was six. I've I've had four rounds. Okay. Good. Okay. But I you know, you know how subjective yeah. that is.
2: Finally, the quote Bond Girls End quote rank from zero to five suffragettes.
0: I have one suffragette. Holy shit balls. Yeah. Um because one? here's the reason why. One? I, I know where you're going. I really like Melina Havelock. One. I thought she was very powerful, and I thought she overcame the short time the Countess was on the screen. And BB doll, she was just kind of more annoying than anything else in this film. You know, I get you know, she was trying one? it. Yeah. Melina Havlock was very powerful. Like, I really loved the scene where um, they're underwater and they're basically the bobber. You mm-hmm. know, they're being towed, they're being pulled by the boat. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, I I loved a lot of the things about
1: Melina Havlock. Okay. Where For a at? complete 180 degrees. You're at five? Seven plus.
0: Off the scale. Seven, Seven please plus. Please explain.
1: Hold court. Right. Melina Havlock by herself would be okay. Maybe one. Maybe two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's angry at her parents were killed. She generally wants to help. Mm-hmm. She holds her own. But, 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 ladies and gentlemen, but, BB doll. BB doll. I'm not a woman, but let me tell you, on behalf of women everywhere, I was offended as shit. Can I stop it right someone there? Someone wrote this character and they said, yep, this is a sex crazed teenager and this is exactly That's how they would that. act.
0: Can I stop you right there? Let me tell is you something. Is she technically a Bond girl? Is she technically a Bond girl? There was no relation whatsoever with BB Doll. It was more of the yeah because Bond turns it down. Yep, but uh, yeah because she's he was with the Countess and he was also with Melina Havelock, right? Right. So he was never with BB. I don't so think you isn't have to. She off the list? No. Like we. I don't think we, the we definition of round I don't
1: think the definition of a Bond girl is.
0: I agree with that. I'm already backpedaling on my on this. Right cuz right. I mean she's in the film somebody thought it was important to have this female actress do these right. things in this film
1: and then Roger Moore does turn it down kudos and good and he talked I mean, he talked uh, in interviews that I read where he he felt the character was supposed to be a minor hmm. and you know people were like oh she's not and he's like no it definitely was written as as such e- even let's assume she's 1920 yeah the the age differential between her character and then this, the, the skier that she's flirting with in Roger Moore is a, it's, it's a 20 year old, a 30 year old, and a 55 year old. <laughs> it's like, there's no, in what world did someone write this character and is like, yeah, Roger Moore is so suave. He's so charismatic that this girl is going to show up at his place and then just appear naked on his bed. And then another reason that my ranking so high, I didn't, I honestly didn't feel the countess character. It just very short. She's supposed to one, she's supposed to be on the side of like the villains, and then all of a sudden she's fucking James Bond. And it was like they didn't explain like Was why, she ever really on the side of the villain? She was supposed like it was portrayed that she was she was on the other side, like she she had some insider information and Bond was turning her. And that's how it was portrayed, and that's what they, they come chase her and she's killed. Yeah, what's the name? Locke? Yeah. Locke runs her over on the beach. Yeah, yeah. And this would normally be the place where we talk about that. I, For the first time in the series, I'm pretty confident in saying this. For the first time in the series, there's full-blown full, full blown nip in, in this movie.
0: As I, I'm going to say, correct me if I'm wrong, the head of the corrections department, I'm going to go back... I'm going to go back we need and get like a, we, need
1: to, we need to get a board here in the studio... I'm going to thoroughly every, review this case. And every time we say corrections, we need to write it down so we, we really can, actually do need to do that. So that we can make sure we, we thoroughly correct what we're saying. Yeah,
0: because by the time we get done with, like, free eyes only... We're like going to have to things. listen to
1: all of these. And yeah.
2: Welcome to Bonding Over Bond. Running Rankings. Opening sequence.
1: The opening to me was the most memorable part of the film. Years from now, somebody would say, The spy who loved me. And I'll say, Oh, Blowfield. Blowfield gets dumped in a helicopter. I remember that. Yeah. And then uh, Rage. That's what else I'll remember from Rage? this film. So, yeah, just like my anger over that, that middle mm-hmm. third, uh, which we'll talk about later. Um, so I thought the opening sequence was great. Uh, the title sequence which was like a 1980s music video, I hated. Yeah. I hated. Although, side note, Bill Conti of Rocky Balboa Fam, he did the music for this.
0: See, this this is, you know, it's probably late to bring this up in video, you know, in movie 12. But the problem I have is we have opening sequence ranking, Mm -hmm. which includes the title sequence and the song. So if I really like the opening Sequence before yeah. the opening credits, right? It can get really fucked by a it shitty song. No, it can get it can get really
1: fucked by a, city, a shitty a shitty song. Titles, titles title the sequence song
0: can bring it down, though. Let me tell you what, because a lot of times I barely pay attention to the title sequence in the. So you're, then you're judging whatever, it wrong. whatever silhouette they're throwing up at because the time. Let me
1: tell you what this is going to be. This is going to be huge. Is in Casino Royale, which is. Because the Casino Royale song is not good at all, but the Casino Royale title sequence is pretty good. See, I kind of like the Casino Royale song, honestly. Do you do? Yeah. It's, it's okay, it's but, not it's, not, but I, it's not like I that good. I look at it
0: differently. The, definitely in that one, I know what you're saying, the title sequence elevates, elevates the song. Yeah. And if you didn't have both together, it would, it'd be shit. I'm going to be
1: honest with you. I, as I was, we're getting, you know, a dozen or so in deep, Mm -hmm. I have thought I was like, in hindsight, we probably should have split the cold open and the title sequence and the song into three different (laughs) rankings, but we didn't. And so we'll just live with our own sins. Honestly,
0: I mean, you may not have, but I've pretty much had the opening sequence.
1: Just as the cold open?
0: I've never ranked the title sequence in the song. So I've I've always ranked the song. I've always ranked the opening sequence. I never really ranked the title sequence.
1: Really? Yeah. Full disclosure. Full disclosure. And we're ranking these completely different. It happens. Where do you have it? Middle third? Top third? Bottom third? Bottom
0: of the middle third. Okay. Okay. I've, I felt the need to get to that level. Okay. Um, as you pointed out, the cameos. I would have liked the opening sequence substantially more if we actually knew it was Telly Savalas playing Blofeld, right? Or Henderson, the guy, yeah, you know, playing. You know, it was. It it, it muddled it down a little bit for me. Kind of cheesy. Yeah, it was cheesy. It was like oh, although, guy although with let, the me, let me let me
1: say this: the last time we see Spectre, there is a chance that the cat is in fact running the show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're
1: not gonna give up on that one. are I'm you? not. I'm not. I kind of like yeah, it. The cat is to the, talk the head of me Into it. All right. Here we all go. Right.
2: Main movie song.
0: Horrible song. Bottom of middle third. Probably bottom third by the end of everything.
1: I have it in the middle third. Okay, we in the just. just, just yeah. It was early '80s. That's all it was. Yeah. This is this is what I. I I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, this, go ahead. I, I put this note. And I'll share. I said, it's a song you want to like, and then realize you just can't. (laughs) It opens up, and it's like, for For your eyes only. You're like, okay, I can get down. I can get down with this. Get to the hook. And then it's just like, nah, fuck this song. Nope. Yeah. Cars. I have it in the middle of the road simply because we don't get to see the Lotus... Uh Turbo. The Lotus Espirit Turbo. It doesn't do much. It doesn't... Q's like, hey, you got a new car, and then we don't really get to see it with the gadgets or anything. So you have it in the middle third? Yeah, because it's just like a regular Lotus at that point. Yeah. You know, I don't know. No, my, my notes say new The other York. Lotus is a fucking submarine, dude. Yeah. And, this, lo- and you know?
0: we saw everything it could do. I have it at the top of the bottom third, so... Or the bottom of the middle third. The Villain.
1: If you say anything positive I'm just gonna start yelling. I have it at the top of the bottom third okay uh we had Blofeld
0: look alike in the opening scene. Blofeld's not the I know he's not the villain I know he's not the villain, but let me just let me go through my notes so we all we all agree that uh christtos was the villain yeah yes, and he was not that great no I mean uh. No, and then you had uh, the dove. Was it a uh, hawk? Locke. Locke, Emil Leopold, Locke. Yeah, and you had uh, Kriegler. He was a henchman. Eric Kriegler, the henchman. Yes, but Christados was the villain. Yes, who was killed by Columbo. Yes, as Melina Havelock was thinking about killing him. Yes.
1: So yeah, he was not that strong. Here's what I had. Excuse me. Here's what I had. Uh, trash. Worst Bond villains to date, and then go suck a bag of dicks. Those are my... The last one's a little strong. Uh, is he the worst one to date? Yes, that's a no-brainer. He's not even a... He doesn't deserve to be a Bond villain. I've met accountants that were more evil than this guy. The actor's portrayal
2: is Bond. James Bond.
1: Here my, here, here's my notes on, on Roger Moore. Here's my notes. I think we're similar note, so I Here, can't wait to hear this. Here's my notes. It's a one, two, three, four, five, seven. Five, I have five one, words. One, two, three, four, five, six words, six words. Uh-huh. Motherfucking Roger Moore, stop already. <laughs> Those are my notes.
0: Yours Better than mine. Mine says, more. looking
1: long in the tooth. A little bit. Struggling. Struggling, man. Probably here's, here's, And here's my analogy. Okay. And I thought you would enjoy this. Remember like You're a little kid And you keep doing something And your mom's like Stop it You're gonna get hurt And you're like No I'm fine And your mom's like Stop it You're gonna get hurt And then you keep doing the thing That your mom's like Telling you not to do And you get that like Feeling like Just right in the gut And that feeling's telling you Like You should kinda stop it But you keep doing it You keep doing it You keep going And then a little more And then a little more And then a tad bit And then you're in the hospital That's like Like more just kept like He, like, he had to go a little bit. He had to go a little bit. And then I think the, the horribleness, just like the epic all around, everyone can pretty much agree. The failure of A View to Kill was that, like, he just, he's carrying it. He's carrying it. And then it's just like, nope. That's, I mean, you, you almost killed the Bond series. Like, I get it that Octopussy earned more money than Never Say Never Again. Mm -hmm. And you felt like the great Roger Moore beat sean connery Mm -hmm. you can come back for just one more and i was like no dude just just hang up the belt yeah you got you got the win over sean it's okay christopher walken carried that movie and that's sad Mm -hmm. when the entire time of view to kill it's just like man if it wasn't for christopher walken Mm -hmm. i would stop watching this film but we're not there yet i know the two movies foreshadowing though we are foreshadowing that he's he's getting old, and it doesn't help when you put him in scenes with BB because BB is obviously sh- like you yeah. know what what was her, the actress was like nineteen twenty. I thought she was sixteen, like and the I don't, the, uh, the character was, but I think the actual actress was like was nineteen, or like around nineteen or twenty. And so when I mean when you're nineteen and twenty, you have to struggle to even find a wrinkle in your body. Yeah, you know. So when you put her next to Roger Moore, it's just like, good god. But Roger Moore.
0: In his defense, knew that, and that's why he. I don't think he did. No, he did. He he fully om- he admitted that in the in the uh, the mission dossier, the the, the the inside the film, he he's like I should not be anywhere near this woman. So, I, in his defense, he shouldn't have been anywhere
1: near James Bond. Oh I, yeah. I mean, Which when when you look at interviews in the yeah, '80s, I mean, when Octopussy went head on with Never Say Never, Sean Connery openly is like, look. We're both too old for this. And yeah. Roger Moore, I think, was five years older than Sean yeah. at the time. And Sean's like, I just wanted to do it one more. And they gave me a lot of money. So yeah. I came back and did it. But we're we're both way too old to be James Bond. I don't Bond. think in this film he's geriatric old for me yet. I don't think he's young enough. And part of the reason I, like, raged watch the middle of this film, he's not doing any of those – like, James Bond probably could do those ski tricks and, mm-hmm. and everything – that the character was doing, but Roger Moore, no. No. But Daniel Craig should probably not be doing any of those scenes either. I mean, Daniel Craig is actually reaching the end. Daniel Craig should stop. He's 47. Yeah, he should stop. He's he's technically at that age where it's mm-hmm. like, unfortunately, they hired should you to Should we just old. go ahead and
0: just say, like, you should do four Bond films, and that's it. Like, that is your peak.
1: I think, unfortunately... we if... need to come in at... Thirty-two. So, and you need to be you, done by forty-five. You, you're you would know this better than me. A commander in the British Navy is you're. It's not equivalent to a captain in our Navy. Oh, I know. So a, I don't know the British it's a, ranks it, as well. A, from my understanding, commander is like a middle level officer.
0: Let's go ahead and do American Navy. A commander is going to be
1: a senior. He's going to be in his late thirties, early forties. Okay. Yeah. So at what is? But you got to remember, James Bond is a World War Two commander, mm-hmm. and in World War Two, people were ranked; they were promoted quicker at a quicker rate during war. People were fucking dying, and yep. James Bond was he he was recruited into MI6 mm-hmm. through his service
0: in World War Two. That doesn't mean you're going to get promoted at the same rate after war. So I'm so saying he could but he could have been a commander for fucking fifteen years for all we know.
1: But i'm my theory is that James Bond more than likely was in his early thirties was recruited into m i six and then it's got promoted up and your thirties and like and from like thirty two to forty five is the age range of the Bond movies, like mm-hmm. you know what we're watching and so I think with with when hiring Daniel Craig, the only negative of hiring Daniel Craig is like you've already hired someone who's you know on the older end of that scale. You know, he was probably five or six years older than he should have been because Casino Royale is the reboot. It was, you know, mm-hmm. Bond at the beginning when he was first, you know, with getting his double O. That's the very first scene we, we get to watch. We're all over the place with this podcast. We are, we are. We're talking about like ten different movies, but and I enjoyed everywhere. I enjoyed that conversation. I'm hopefully you, listeners you, kind of, did you gave up on it as you, well.
0: I was like, I thought I thought we're gonna keep going.
1: I don't, what section oh we're in Bond actor yeah you want to talk about the movie a little bit rank the overall movie so the, it's a good opening it's a good finish the middle was trash that's my opinion and I I mean said maybe the worst third of the series to date Um. so I have this movie uh, how do I put this at the bottom
0: really yeah
1: I've got it in the middle the middle third really yeah the middle third? Mm-hmm. The middle third. Name me the worst Bond films to date. So we're on 12?
0: Yeah. So if I can count up...
1: Name me one Sean Connery movie worse than this one. You only lived twice. Get the fuck out of here. That,
0: that movie sucked. I, I did not like that movie at all. This movie is better. The second half of this movie... I'm going to insult you. For all Are our listeners. I, I, want, I want you to listen. I, I, I'm going to insult you right now. Okay, that's fine. If I were to put the second half of this movie, uh-huh. I'm not going to directly compare it to, but if if I could compare it to the nearest thing, uh-huh. this is a spy, spy movie. This is a from Russia with love Second half of the film,
1: I thought the second. Did half Did you of just mention the movie From Russia with Love yes. in the same sentence as with Spy only for, o- for your eyes only. For your for yeah. your eyes only. Yeah. Spy Me was, right. was good. Film. Yeah, that was a good film. Yeah. All right. So just to be clear, just to be clear, you said the words From Russia with Love and, and For Your Eyes Only in the same sentence. Yes. This series is now over. We lasted <laughs> <a> twelve. <laughs> we got this. This is good. This is a fun. Thank you, listeners. This I mean, will be the last podcast. The man released.
0: struggled up the side of the mountain. He had no gadgets. Yeah. He had you know. a gun. Yeah. He was a fucking hard-working spy. Mm-hmm. Very much like... hmm From Rush With Love, no gadgets, very few gadgets. I mean, he actually had more
1: gadgets in From Rush With Love than he did in this film. Can we make a bet? Can we make... On this podcast, can we make a bet? Okay. That when we do our For Your Eyes Only series, mm-hmm. which is a long-form series, that when we rewatch, You Only Live Twice... You're gonna appreciate it a lot more than that first watching. I think that really comes down to how we watch them. With our eyeballs.
0: Because if I watch them in order.
1: I don't we're not gonna we're not gonna do that series in the same order we're doing this series. Because
0: if I watch them in order.
1: No. We're gonna change
0: up. I'm watching five nuggets of great. Is
1: actually? No, it's six. No, it's five.
0: Is it five?
1: That's the fifth one. Because Her Majesty's six and Diamonds is seven. Yeah. That's so you've right. watched four I right. watched four solid Connery films followed by a, a turd. Mm hmm.
0: And then a random dude. And then random. And then a what I think probably because I'm a am such a Connery fan. What I think is a decent movie and Diamonds. Um Yeah, I think it you know it, it's it's just different. Yeah. It's different.
1: Okay. I
0: the things that I uh, uh what else do you want to talk about the
1: movie because there's a lot of things We're running all along. Long, we're running all along. We are running along and there's things um, that I loved and hated about this movie. Let's let's do you think it's real yes or no? Uh it's back to a, it's a traditional bond movie. It's more real. I yeah. I thought it except for the skiing, I thought the skiing that was the scenes long, were unrealistic. Obvious. Yeah, it was freaking. But fun. other than that, I, I thought I thought it was you know kind of realistic and all um, in
0: all, it was pretty
1: realistic. Was yeah, know.
0: yeah.
1: Uh, so things you loved go. Uh, I
0: like. I always like anytime I can see the Q branch lab. Uh huh. I like that. Okay. And the uh, stinging in the rain comment. Uh huh. You know the the little gadgets. Um, I enjoyed the scene where Bond and Molina were the bait. They were towed through the coral. Uh-huh. But that also goes to one of the things I hated was I hated how they le- she had left her scuba tank down there. Um, conveniently. You conven- yeah, oh, conveniently. Just randomly. I hated that, but I, I really enjoyed that scene. Um, I enjoyed the underwater mini-sub fight, uh-huh. and I enjoyed Columbo. I thought he there was a great introduction. He was useful. He didn't die, and he was just, in general, a, a good sidekick. Yeah. What uh, did you love?
1: I him? loved Blofeld, and I loved that the helicopter said mm-hmm. Universal exports blofeld so you love the entire
0: opening sequence is that that's it
1: that's it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah because i was gonna
0: go what was blofeld in this movie i was kind of confused he was in the movie there's a white dude with a bald head and a gray yep. suit blofeld and there was a help i actually wanted this i'm gonna bring it up now there has been a helicopter in every single bond film
1: yeah today. cubby likes
0: him I actually I used to think that, but I had an epiphany the other day. And I was thinking it's actually because James Bond travels so many miles on the face of the earth mm-hmm. that maybe just a helicopter is more practical to get him there. What do you mean? He moves so many places around the earth in a movie? Yeah. That a helicopter is the most efficient way to get him from point A to point B. So I used to think that Cubby Maybe, maybe Saltzman, but rubbed off on Cubby. Just really liked helicopters. helicopters. Yeah. But I think maybe it might be, they move him around so much, like from England to fucking Tangiers to Morocco
1: to- There's no way you're taking a helicopter. You're not taking a helicopter across the ocean. Right. But- I I think it, I think it's truly this. You think they just really like helicopters? As a director, Mm -hmm. you can do so much fun things. That's cool. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. I mean, if you like think, ceiling
0: fans, like I'm pointing
1: I think it's harder, you know, for, for, to do a plane sequence. Because then you, like, a second plane, and then mm-hmm. it's, there's only so many things, and you have to be so low in order to open the plane, and, you know, the helicopter, you can, you'd be 40 feet above in the air, and it's still exciting. That's no, you, sure. you know, that's, I think it's, that's. But wild. I think
0: to this state everyone, every Bond film has had a, a helicopter.
1: We'll go it. back, let us know, fans, if you, uh. The correction department will look at that, again yeah. I mean, as Allegedly. we look for the nip. Nip and the the countess. Did you hate hate anything? Yeah. Um any scene that was in Italy. (laughs) Essentially the third the middle the middle third of that film.
0: The third chase in the mountains in the bobsled track. Because here's another here's another thing. Do you know
1: do you know what was going on? Like what kind of there was in nineteen eighty one? It was the high of the nineteen eighty Olympics, um and Lake Placid. And so again, the Bond series is Groveling to the American audience and saying, Oh, you're excited about this? Hey, Winter Olympics. Huh? Huh? It's like, come on, like, be confident in your film, like, you don't have to pander to the American audience every time. But they do that. But they do, and it usually comes out poorly when they do. But they make money.
0: So does it turn out poorly? They make a shit ton of money. They have not failed. This is not about money.
1: Room. This is about two guys, Bonding over I some I, shitty film <laughs> sequence. It's like we want more. We expect more from the series. I, get, I do. You know, it's, you know do. and that's that's what upsets me.
0: And Roger Moore definitely fell many times in this. Yeah. Would you kill anything? Any scene in Italy? I have one kill. Go ahead. The hockey player
1: fight. Oh, that was horrible! It was horrible. It's just like. And that did not be there at all. The corniness that they all slide into the goal. Yeah. That was, and no. they get the buzzer for the, every yeah. time he's, he's, no. he's a hat trick. Oh, man. It. Not good. Not good.
2: Good morning, people. I just landed in your town. Good morning, people. I just landed in. Your
1: town. Join us next week as we talk about a movie about tiny octopi. <laughs> download all of these podcasts and more. Tell all your friends you know. Go to iTunes. Soon we'll have other means for you to can download I, can them. We just go back. Yeah. What is the name of the next film? Octopussy. Oh,
0: wait. wait what is it? One more time.
1: Octopussy. ah o- Pussy. Yeah, is that eight? She, is that eight pussies? Is that what's? No, she says in the movie. They explain the tattoo. It's my little octopus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So much like in Spanish, where you add the like the ito, you know, to something to mean little. They're referring Aquito? to their yeah, Aquito, no? yeah yeah they're they're little octopus mucho trabajo poco dinero it's, it's her little octopusy that is it is uh, because remember her father used to call her that her yeah little octopusy yeah. And in defense of that movie, I mean, it was, you know, not... Plus, the James Bond series loves that word.
0: I liked it. I liked it.
1: Pussy Galore, Octopussy, and then in A View to Kill, the cat says pussy. The cat ball. Where can you follow us on Twitter, Scott? At Bonding Over Bond. Yep. Go there right now. You'll see that we've posted something today. Go to our Facebook page. Like us. uh, Bonding Over Bond. Send us emails. Where can they send us emails? bondingoverbond at gmail.com exactly and if you want to be part of our mailbag segment if you want to bond with us over email if you want to join this conversation send us those emails and then currently because those bastards at free revolts are too cheap currently where can people go on the interwebs to find out information
0: www.lionize.com podcast.com l-i-o-n-i-z-e podcast.com uh-huh and be sure to click on the bonding over bond tab for more content trivia news excellent and corrections absolutely
1: remember when a plane is flying Fly? really low and at your boat do not just stand there thank you for bonding with us here at bonding over bond until next time shake it don't stir it plane is filing excuse me remember when a plane is (laughs) filed damn it remember 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 when a plane is flying really low i'm gonna do that again remember jesus christ can we do this again yeah thank you Get a little slurry. Mm. Get a little slurry. (laughs) Double fist in there, buddy.